Hi and welcome to This Woman Can. I am your host Janice Sutherland and it is my passion and my privilege to educate and equip ambitious women with the skills to excel in their leadership careers, become impactful leaders and create more wins in their life. So this week an article headline, Are Young Women Too Scared to Lead? caught my eye. In it the writer, male, stated that women of the millennial generation are afraid to lead. Why? Because instead of hearing the girl power message that girls can do anything and be anything, this millennial generation of women got the message that they had to do everything and be everything. And not only that, they had to do it perfectly or not at all. Now, I get a lot of questions from younger women seeking advice and guidance on their own leadership careers. So I've decided for the next few episodes, I'll be focusing on young women in leadership. And over the next couple of weeks, we are going to have some fantastic, fabulous uh, interviews with great young female leaders and also be sharing advice on tackling some of the key challenges that young women leaders may face on their journey. But today in this episode, I'm going to be sharing the 15 things, yeah, there's that many, I wish I knew before I got serious about my leadership career. Because from experience, a lot of women are winging it and don't realize how large the gap is until they're in a different room and they're exposed. So today I'm going to help you bridge that gap. Now, tip number one or point number one, it's not for everyone. Leadership is not for everyone. As passionate as I am about women in leadership, I also recognize that A, not everyone is cut out to be a leader and B, not everyone wants to be a leader. And you know, that's okay. Quite often women think that to be successful, the only path is to be in a leadership or management role. But the fact is you have choices. If leadership is not what you want to do, then don't. Too many talented women have damaged their careers because they took on a leadership role or maybe a different type of career, thinking that it was the only choice they had. But there is another choice and that is to say no and excel at what you do enjoy. The point here is that it's not about pleasing others. It's about doing what you enjoy doing. If, however, it's the path that you choose, then get ready for an exciting, rewarding and very, very bumpy road. Number two, your word is bond, aka also known as the book stops with you. That leap from being part of the decision-making process to being the decision-maker is a jump that most leaders are not prepared for, trust me. You will have to make final decisions and no matter who has been a part of the process of that final decision-making, the final decision is yours. If you make the right one, then there'll be plenty, you know there'll be plenty of support However, if you make a wrong or unpopular decision, then you could be on your own. My advice here is trust your instincts and go with what your gut is telling you. Listen to that gut, go with your instinct. Make a decision that you can stand by. 
one you truly think is the right thing to do. If you're wrong, then at least you stay true to who you are and you tried. You'll also find that your team dislike being led by an indecisive leader. So even if they didn't agree with your decision, at least you made one. Number three, you may lose friends. You will not have the same relationship with others, no matter how hard you try. The relationships that you had with peers who maybe now report directly to you will change. It will, it's given. It's important to let those people know that you do now wear two hats and that there will be times when decisions and actions that you make will have been made for the good of the organization. That is part and parcel of you doing your role. And if they can't see and respect this, then maybe you have to question your relationship with that individual. Number four, with great responsibility comes great power. And I'm probably butchering Spider-Man there, but with all the challenges you may experience, never forget that it's an absolute privilege to be in a leadership role. You have the ability to have input in the decision-making processes of an organization. And that's a big, uh, that's a big responsibility. And to be able to have input into those people's lives that you're responsible for, it's not something to be taken for granted. Now, if you hear that and you feel like, well, this isn't the way, this isn't the, you don't feel that this is the way, then you need to question your motives for stepping into leadership or get out of the position altogether. And here I refer back to point number one, leadership is not for everyone. Number five, you need to be constantly developing yourself to be the great leader you want to be, the one you envisage. Frustrated leaders are those people who constantly react to what is happening around them. If you want to be successful in a leadership role, then you need to continually look for ways to develop yourself, both personally and professionally. And you need to remember here that your development is your responsibility. You know, so develop the ability to look ahead see what's happening around you and prepare yourself accordingly. People admire leaders who are always growing their role and always developing and always evolving. Number six, number six, it's okay to ask for help. I consider asking for help to be the greatest sign or the greatest signs of strength, not a weakness as may be considered by some. Because let's get real here. Not asking for help is more about your ego and your pride, and it's a stance that will eventually bring you down and alienate you from the other people around you, the people you lead. I have seen many capable women struggle in their career because of those three little words, A-S-K. Think about it. Why go through the headache of trying to work something out when all you have to do is ask someone who may have walked your path before or experienced the same issue. Now that's savvy strategy. Not only is it okay to ask for help, it's absolutely essential if you're going to develop your leadership role. Remember that, ask for help. Do not be embarrassed to ask for it. Number seven, you don't have to be in control of everything. Trust me on this one. It can be one of the hardest lessons to learn 
especially if you if you suffer with perfectionism or perfectionist tendencies. There's a huge difference between being in control and being controlling. Now, if you're not sure what the difference is, the latter usually comes from not allowing others to shine or from not understanding the benefits of delegation and teamwork. If people are better than you at doing something, then let them do it. That's what they prob- that's what they get paid for and probably went to school for for many many years. But saying that there is one caveat and that is to make sure that you give them the authority to make it happen. Don't tie their hands. Give them the autonomy to do that. And when they're successful, because you've done anything right, they will be, give them the rightful recognition for a job well done. Step back and let go of the control because it's amazing how much easier you'll sleep at night when you're not stressing about something that you need to do. Number eight, your way is not the only way. Yeah, Not everyone will be like you or do the things the way that you do them. Allow your team, allow people to execute the job their way. You should be focused on the deliverables, the results, what's the outcome. Remember the saying, there's more than one way to skin a cat. So reduce your frustration, don't micromanage. Everyone is different and they achieve things in different ways. Now I appreciate, depending on the situation, you may not always have the time to allow this to happen. But when you're faced with that scenario, take take a couple of moments, step back and ask yourself, am I being unreasonable? Is it my patience or am I, is it my impatience and lack of willingness to allow them time to learn the problem? Or am I just setting my ways and I'm willing to see alternative solutions? Always good questions to ask yourself and self-reflect. Number nine, failure is good. It's okay to make mistakes. And if you're not, then you're not trying anything new. Part of growing as a leader is about how you respond to and learn from the mistakes you make. And you will make mistakes. And so has everyone else in the world. So you, you know, who are succeeding leadership. So you're not that special when it comes to that. So ease up on yourself. The best strategy for moving past your mistakes is to know what you did wrong, identify what you've learned from the situation and set new goals. So always approach it with a growth mindset. Number 10, and I know it's number 10, but it really should be further up in the list, but they're in no particular order. Self-care is self-preservation. There have been roles that I have loved so much that I didn't see it as work. And that work then often crossed a few boundaries, resulting in some really long days. Now, this would have been okay if it was all about me, if it was just about me. But knowing when to take a break, to switch off, etc., is all about the people in your life because they need you to be present. They need you to be attentive and interested more than just your work. So plan for some me time. Create those healthy boundaries establish goals and rewards that you can get excited about because ultimately this will help you to be more satisfied in your leadership role. Number 11, like Monica sang, like Monica sang, don't take it personal. Yeah, don't take it personal. I know it's easier said than done, but usually when people criticize you, it's not about your actions. 
It's more about how those actions have impacted them. So as much as you don't deliberately set out to upset people, once you're true to yourself, you're seeking growth in your leadership experience, then you will upset certain people. It's going to happen. Not everyone is going to applaud your success, but in those situations, if you feel slighted or upset by another person's negativity, their negative response, then you need to really give yourself a good self-esteem check. And by that, I mean, start with your motives. If you've done your best with the right intentions in mind, then that's all you can do. Let's be honest about this. Be the authentic you and stay true to yourself. Number 12, it really, really, really helps to have a coach and a mentor or a mentor. Really, it does. If I told you that early on in my career, I poo-pooed, really poo-pooed coaching, would you believe me? I thought you should tough it out, that only poor performers need to be coached. But what I realized that quickly, I quickly learned that the opposite was actually true. And And I've been fortunate to work with a number of great coaches throughout my career. And I also still have insight to a coach right now. And I valued the insight having a coach provided as I navigated my leadership journey. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about sharing my own expertise with other leaders as a leadership development coach, as an executive coach. Everyone needs someone to talk to apart from the voices in their head. No one has all the answers or can cope with everything that life or work throws at them. So find someone you respect or hire a coach, someone who can act as your sounding board and make it a regular, make it a a habit, a schedule, a regular time to meet, discuss both personal and professional issues because sometimes one affects the other and to give you some sound ideas and strategies that will help you move forward. Number 13, unlucky for some, but don't be threatened by good people. Employ them. One of the biggest lessons you can learn in leadership is to employ people who are better than you, better than yourself. I've always had the mindset that if you want my job, then come for it. It means I have to be up on my own game. I have to be up there to stay ahead. And if you're threatened by strong performers, then you'll never be a strong performer yourself as you'll always be looking behind you. Find the best people and hire them. Ultimately, it'll make your leadership job far easier. Number 14, respect the numbers. Have respect for numbers. And I'll admit, analyzing data, crunching numbers has always been a weakness of mine. I even took my university, uh, one of my university maths exam twice and attended remedial classes to help me pass. But you can't avoid the numbers in business. As a leader, you should know what numbers or KPIs, key performance indicators, make your business tick. And more importantly, the levers you can pull to influence their performance. Don't get it twisted. Your business will have financial expectations and sometimes the pressure can be really stressful 
and you will be pushed for results. That's why they pay you the big bucks. And remember, if you don't make the money, then your business doesn't survive. So you don't have a job. So what's the point of you being there? Again, don't take it personal. The powers that be will push the economic line, the financial line. And often there's usually a good reason for it. I'll admit that some persons might push it a little too far. And sometimes it can be the expense of people, your t- of people in your team. However, as a leader, you need to be cognizant and mindful of how important it is for your own organization to be financially sound and deliver on results. Don't be scared of the numbers and don't be scared of talking to your team about them. Be as transparent as you can be. Break the numbers down. Explain how their input impacts your organizational rep- organizational results, the part they play in delivering the numbers. What you'll find is they would rather be involved so that they can become part of the solution. And if you're struggling to understand your KPIs, rewind back to point six and 13. Don't be afraid to ask for help and find a man or a woman who understands and can help you do the same. Last but not least, number 15, the one constant is change. Don't live in the past or what you would have done previously as change will continue to happen, whether you're a part of it or not. Now, yes, acknowledge what you've done in the past. I grant it, do that. You can develop it, you can adapt it, or if necessary, throw it away. But don't be a leader who continually lives on the achievements and experiences of the past. Early in my sales days, we were constantly reminded that we were only as good as our last sale. Yeah, so don't live in the past. Don't be known just for what you have done, but for what you do. It will radically change the way you approach new initiatives and the way you foster creativity in your team. If your motives are right, then even your mistakes will become exciting. And if leadership is the path you have chosen, then go and do it and absolutely love it and have great fun along the way. And if you're looking for more support on your leadership journey, I invite you to check out the Lead Her Ship Academy. It's a six month coaching program specially developed to help women like you build their leadership capability and presence, develop their strategic thinking, enhance professional influence and harness their skill set. It's designed so you can test boundaries and hone your natural skill sets while being provided with structure and support in a collaborative process. Designed for women by me, an experienced CEO, this intensive group coaching program will give you the courage you need to rise and achieve your true potential, clarity and understanding about yourself, teach you strategies on how to improve the areas of life or business and the relationships that are important to you. Plus, you have the support of a community of other like-minded women who are also focused on driving their leadership destiny. It is time to make a massive difference without burning out, working harder or compromising your relationships. And you're about to become the leader you long for. It's easier than you think and more exciting than you can imagine. 
So head over to my website, JaniceSutherland.com for more details on the Lead Her Ship Academy. I look forward to connecting with you. Take care. Until next time. And remember, if I can, you can, this woman can. Take care.